Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 all right good morning this is the patriot radio news hour i am a solo host again today jason uh joe is in belize he's scouting a piece of property you know in case he has to bug out of this country worst case scenario so need the extra day in belize to uh you know make sure everything is buttoned down and you know, you never know. You never know when you need to, uh, uh, when, the, when the the border wall down south will be to keep us uh, from getting into Mexico. <laughs> so, so uh, hey, uh, the number to call, we are gold and silver, 800-951-0592. So I will go it alone. I got a couple of cool clips, some to listen to about, you know, uh, you know, the, the Fed's been trying to taper down and trying to, you know, lower you know lower its 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 uh, holdings, its its balance sheet. You know, which was nine trillion, and they're not printing money. They're trying to get the uh, the money supply down because you know this inflation thing. And but uh, I, I'm going to play a clip. Uh, you know, f- from uh, Heresy Financial. He, he, this guy, his name is Joe. Also, he's going to be talking about. Look, they they were balancing. You know, they were. Yeah, they were they were they were taking money off the balance sheet. You know, uh, we don't know about the secret things, the secret pockets they fill. You know, on the side, we we know that the FOIA request in 2012, which didn't come out till uh, 2022, which they printed 29 trillion dollars when they said they only gave out five and a half trillion uh, back in the uh, the housing crisis. But that aside, as far as the actual information they give us, it looked like they were you know they stopped printing money and they were trying to get the inflation down, but. Joe Brown's going to show you all. It's, gonna, yeah, it's a long clip, but it's going to be uh, worth listening to. Is it's not as what it seems. And uh, if there's enough time, I got a Lynette Zane clip also I want to play, and uh, telling you why, uh, why and how the stock market is not what it seems. Be careful throwing your money in as it goes up, probably to its all-time high, uh, wherever that settles. And then when things start rocking and rolling, you may not see those all-time highs for a very long time. Uh, once again, we are gold and silver, 800-951-0592. I'm going to cover the specials here in a minute. But uh, I was uh, uh, just thinking about uh, what would it be like to live in America without a central bank. Uh, I'm uh, reading off, a, off of uh, an old uh, notes that I took from an old show. And, uh, you know, Andrew Jackson, one of my favorite presidents, uh, well, he is my favorite president, actually. I think he did more for the country than uh, any of the other presidents as far as uh, protecting the country. But uh, he, was the, he was the only American president to pay off the national debt. He also had surpluses in, in how he was running the government with no federal income tax. He also eliminated the Federal Reserve of his time, the second bank of the United States. Uh, quote, gentlemen, I, too, have been a close observer of the doings of the Bank of the United States. I have had men watching you for a long time, and I, I am convinced that you have used the funds of the bank to speculate in the breadstuffs of the country. When you've won, you divided the profits among uh, the profits amongst you. When you lost, you chained it, you charged it to the bank. You tell me that if I take the deposits from your bank and annul its charter, I'll, I will ruin 10,000 families. That may be true, gentlemen, but that is uh, your sin. Should I let you go on 
you will ruin 50,000 families. And that would be my sin. You're a den of thieves and vipers. Uh, I have determined to route you out, and by the eternal God, I will route you out, Andrew Jackson. If only we had somebody more dedicated to the uh, the financial sovereignty of, of this country, because a, a country cannot be sovereign if it owes to those outside the country, especially, or just owes anybody. You, you can't you can't have a, a government in debt and have it be sovereign. Whoever you are a debt to, you are in some uh, small or large way a slave to those you owe. Uh, just look at yourselves if you owe money to this or that, you know. Uh, you miss a payment on that mortgage, your house is gone. You miss the tax payment, which is a, for, a form of theft as far as I'm concerned, and you will lose that house. You don't pay your f federal income taxes, and you will garner the attention of the IRS, and you will be thrown in jail. And... Uh, Said, it's time for you to get your freedom, and how much freedom can you afford? That's the question. And if you can't afford a lot, start working on it today because you need to put something back so that you can free yourselves from a lot of the nasty situations that can happen when uh, you, you have too much debt or when you uh, can't afford to pay the bills and you seek that, uh, that, that borrowing interest, that credit card, that school loan, you know, all, all these things which are good if you can handle the payments. But uh, as you'll hear in, in, in the rest of the show, there, there are tricky ways in which uh, you get snared in, into the system and it uh, seems like you're running faster and faster in the hamster wheel and you just don't get anywhere. Gold and silver, slowly but surely, can put you in a safer position. Um, today we've got, uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to continue yesterday's special. Gold is up a little bit, silver's up a little bit. Uh, but that being said, uh, I had uh, one tenth ounce gold eagles yesterday, which I thought was going to be one day only. But with Joe still gone, uh, I'm going to continue the, the $245 for every one tenth ounce gold eagle that you buy today. I fully believe Joe will be here yet tomorrow, but you never know. I might just be solo again tomorrow, but uh, I wouldn't count on that. Uh, we have 2024 silver eagles, which I sold some yesterday. There's, there's, there are some of those available. Uh, they're $600 per roll. Uh, I'm going to knock $5 off a roll if you do buy a case. If you want to buy a case of 2024 Silver Eagles uh, instead of 15000 which it was yesterday, I'm going to go ahead and give you the special and get, get $5 off per roll. Uh, it'll be 14750 today only on that also. Uh, to get a case of Silver Eagles, I would highly suggest if you've got money sitting there in the bank or just kind of wallowing around, wait, wondering what you should do with it, um, if you're going to wait... For any extended period of time, which I consider savings, you should put it in gold and silver where it will do well for you uh, as the months and especially as the years go by. The number to call is 800-951-0592. One last time, we have $245 for 10 pounds gold eagles and 600 bucks a roll for 2024 silver eagles. Buy yourself a roll today. As I said yesterday, they're great gifts. You pop that roll open and... Graduation, birthdays, weddings, Christmases. It's a great gift. Give the, give the gift of an ounce of silver. It says 2024 on the coin. They'll remember you for it. Welcome back. The half emperor. <laughs> excuse me. The Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, you do three hours, and it's essentially one show. But uh, in Arizona, uh, on their station, uh, 13, uh, 1010K XXT, they only hear this show on the radio. But you can always switch over to 1360KHNC.com. And 
listen live over here when the half empty cup of joe does start but uh this is the patriot radio news hour gold and silver um you know there's there's lots of things that joe and i talk about and joe brings the news and the stats the numbers and uh, one thing we've talked about is that uh, after all the printing that went on 2020 and then the inflation came uh, and then uh, supposedly as far as the uh, the the physical numbers that they give us uh, they stopped printing and they started uh, selling off their balance sheet the fed did and uh, it was looking like, you know, hey, this is the best way to get a, rid of inflation. You raise the rates, and yes, you hold back on the printing. But I've got uh, Heresy Financial Club. I'm going to just go ahead and jump into this. But it's going to take a little bit, but listen in because uh, it's, uh, it's just a bunch, of, a bunch of games that they're playing when it comes to Washington, D.C. and, and the, uh, the corporate Federal Reserve fraudsters. Something strange has been happening to the money supply. Because for about a year and a half, the total money supply was constantly decreasing. And the rate at which the money supply was contracting was echoing recessions and depressions of the past. But during the last couple of months of 2023 and the first few months of 2024, the decline in the money supply has reversed and begun to grow yet again. This is something most people have not caught on to simply because of the fact that a decline in the money supply supply is actually so rare in recent U.S. history that it's been gaining all the attention recently. If we look back since the 1980s, we have never seen a time in which the money supply contracted until April 2022. In fact, we have to go all the way back to 1948 before we see a brief contraction of the money supply. And before that, a contraction in the money supply was quite common. But for months now, the money supply has actually been increasing again. The question is why. Well, we can see that this recent re-expansion of the money supply has started to impact prices. Month over month, inflation in consumer prices have started to increase at a faster pace than expected, with year-over-year inflation in January of 2024 at 3.1%, which was higher than what people expected at 2.9%. This means the rate at which prices have been increasing on average hasn't really changed since June of 2023. And again, this doesn't mean that prices are not changing. This means that prices are going up at a consistent pace, a little over 3%, which is odd considering the money supply wasn't actually going up until the very end of 2023. We have a ton of puzzle pieces that we're going to need to put together here. So let's start off with what actually causes a change in the level of prices. There are many things that contribute to prices, but you can think of prices as information regarding the ultimate scarcity or abundance of some relative to everything else. For instance, if half of the wheat crops in the world are wiped out tomorrow, then we know that the price of bread will probably go up because we can't make as much bread as we used to because there's less wheat. The prices will go up until we find a new equilibrium point at which people are willing to pay the higher prices and some people are not willing to pay the higher prices so they don't buy. Ultimately, the prices communicate that information and it lets people make decisions about whether they're going to continue consuming something or not. We only have half the wheat, so we can only consume half the wheat because you can only consume something that has been produced. Prices going up are the most fair, most efficient, and most effective way to decide how that increased 
scarcity will be allocated. But obviously, we don't live in a completely free market. In fact, most things that we buy and sell on a regular basis have other things influencing their price other than just free market scarcity or abundance. Things like regulations, taxes, tariffs, subsidies are all influencing whether something is artificially higher in its price or artificially lower in its price. As an example, when our U.S. government decides to send hundreds of billions of dollars to a foreign country for a war, and they turn around and spend that money on arms manufacturers here in the United States, those arms manufacturers then increase the scarcity by taking some supply of things like steel, aluminum, gasoline, oil, plastics, and rubber, electronics, and they ship those off to the foreign countries just to be exploded and destroyed, thereby increasing the scarcity of those items and materials for everybody else, increasing the price. And so all across the world, we have inflationary forces that are pushing up the price of things by soaking up some of the abundance by increasing their scarcity. But obviously, we have the money supply as one of the largest factors that contributes to inflation or deflation. This is why despite technological advancements and innovations over the past decades, we've seen the cost of living continually rise because the amount of money in circulation continues to rise. But that all changed in April of 2022. After a historic increase in the rise of the money supply, the Federal Reserve caught religion and started to try to decrease the money supply for the first time in recent history. We can see that they were successful with it for about one year from April of 2022 until about May of 2023, and then the money supply started to move sideways. Real quick, I want to let you guys know that in just under two weeks from today, I'm going to be hosting a about many times throughout history. There's a pattern at play here, and it's playing out again today. And obviously, above all, we're going to be talking about how to actually profit from all this. The event is going to be on Thursday now. See you there. So the question is, how does the Federal Reserve do this? Well, now we're looking at a chart of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, and this is their main tool for affecting the money supply. When their balance sheet is increasing, it means they are printing money to buy assets from banks. And then those banks can, if they want to turn around and buy other assets from other people like the United States government. This is called quantitative easing or debt monetization. It's where the central bank creates new money out of thin air to buy assets out of the economy and in place of those assets, they insert cash. And those financial institutions that they gave the cash to for those assets had the freedom to turn around and do something else with them, which is usually just make new loans. They buy new assets instead. So while the Federal Reserve's balance sheet is going up, this is creating the opportunity for more cash, more liquidity in the economy. This also means that when the Federal Reserve's balance sheet is declining, the opposite is happening. When the Fed's balance sheet is declining, that means they're letting some of that debt get paid back to them, and they're not rolling it all over. It means they're not taking that cash and loaning it all back out again. Some of that debt is actually retiring, which means the amount of dollars, the money in the system is actually shrinking. Of course, I'm not saying that that's the exact net result because there are other factors that affect the money supply we'll get into. I'm just saying that if everything else was equal and if the only thing happening was the Fed's balance sheet, then yes, the money supply would be shrinking. And so for a while, from May of 2022 up until about May of 2023, the Fed's balance sheet contracted action was effective at 
shrinking the money supply. But even though they continued to shrink their balance sheet from there, it did not have the same effect on the money supply. And that's where we get to the next piece of this puzzle, which is the reverse repo facility. The reverse repo facility, you can see, has been declining since about May of 2023, and it has gone from a level of about $2.3 trillion down to about $493 billion. I've made quite a few videos explaining what this facility is, but essentially this is just where a bunch of excess cash is sitting because it's getting paid an interest rate by the Fed. Mostly money markets have placed their cash with the Fed in this reverse repo facility because it's a risk-free return. The reason that it's declining is because the federal government is now offering T-bills, which is short-term debt, at higher and higher rates. So it makes sense to take some of the money out and loan it to the government with T-bills instead because it's a higher return. As the government borrows more and more at the short term, it will draw more and more money out of the reverse repo facility. This is why the money supply stops shrinking for the last couple of months because all the money that was in the reverse repo facility was not technically in circulation. It's not counted in M2. So as the reverse repo facility started to drain, the money supply started to flatline. The Fed was still trying to do their job of shrinking the money supply by shrinking their balance sheet, but money in the reverse repo facility was getting pulled back into circulation by government borrowing. And that had a stabilizing effect on the money supply, and so the money supply stopped shrinking. So the Fed was trying to pull money out of circulation with quantitative tight but more money was getting pulled into circulation by the government borrowing. The result was the money supply stayed relatively flat. And since we have more things than just the money supply impacting inflation, well, that's why we saw the rate of inflation flatline as well. Because we still have inflationary forces, but we no longer have the offsetting force of money getting pulled out of circulation. So prices still rising now at a very consistent pace. So what in the world is this all about then over the last couple of months? the money supply starting to rise again, especially considering the drop in the reverse repo facility has started to flatline. Well, if we take a closer look at the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, we can see that the amount that it's decreasing by has actually started to flatline as well. It can be high, kind of hard to see this on the normal chart, so I've changed the chart now to show the percentage change on a monthly basis. And you can see that recently this line has started to curve upwards, which means the amount their balance sheet is declining by is a slower and slower pace. Okay, so that piece makes sense. We are seeing the balance sheet decline at a slower and slower pace, which means they're not sucking as much money out of circulation as they were before. But there's another piece to this puzzle, and that's government borrowing. This is a chart called the Treasury General Account. This is the U.S. government's checking account. And you can see that over the last couple of months, the amount of money they have in their checking account has basically stayed flat at around the $800 billion level. This means that they are spending roughly the exact same amount of money as they're bringing in. Their checking account isn't increasing on net, it's not decreasing on net. We can also take a look a little bit deeper and see that when we look at their tax receipts, meaning the money they take in taxes, versus the amount of money that they are spending, those two lines are converging recently. So over the last couple of months, the U.S. government has actually been spending a little bit less, and the amount of money they've been receiving in taxes, or I should say taking in taxes, has been increasing. And this is why we see a flatline in the reverse repo facility that was decreasing at a very consistent pace and has recently stopped decreasing as quickly. Essentially, 
over the last couple of months, the deficit has shrunk. This is temporary, but it has shrunk. The amount of money the government takes in taxes is right now very similar to the amount of money it's spending. And they're not borrowing any extra on net right now, so the amount that they have in their checking account is also staying roughly the same. This explains why when we look at interest rates on short-term government debt, we can see that the interest rate has been fairly consistent over the last couple of months. Okay, so now it looks like we have a couple pieces of conflicting data here. The money supply is increasing. Part of that is because the Federal Reserve has stopped trying to decrease the money supply as much as they were before. But at the same time, we also have less government borrowing right now, just for a very short period of time. It won't stay this way forever, but for right now, less government borrowing. So where is this increase in the money supply coming from? And that's where we get the last piece of this puzzle, and that is bank lending. In normal environments, bank lending continues to trend higher and higher. During the financial crisis, we had a big drop-off in bank lending that started to rebound in 2011. And in 2020, we had a decrease in government lending that started to rebound again in 2021. And while the course of 2023 did see somewhat of a slowdown in bank lending, that has recently started to tick up higher. If you are not aware how bank lending works, it is loaning money into circulation. If you put $100 in your bank account, they're going to take 99 of those dollars and make a loan with those dollars. As soon as they make a loan, those $99 get deposited into somebody else's bank account. And then that new bank takes that $99 and they loan out 98 of those dollars. And those $98 land in somebody else's bank account. And then that bank takes 97 of those dollars and loans them out again. This means that for every original dollar in the banking system, if you can even call it that, ends up being 10 or even $100 throughout the banking system in various bank accounts. The more loans that are created, the more dollars exist in the system. And because bank lending is starting to increase yet again, at a time period where the Federal Reserve is not decreasing their balance sheet as quickly as they used to, means that we are seeing a new increase in the money supply, explaining the sticky inflation that we are unfortunately continuing to see. So what does this mean moving forward? Well, the lull in deficit spending is likely extremely temporary. It's a seasonal thing, and this year is going to see a massive rollover in government debt. I made a video about that last week if you haven't seen it, which means more government borrowing, higher rates, and higher inflation. We are likely to see unexpected consequences this year as a result of trying to centrally plan an economy. Nobody expected the money supply to decline for the first time since 1948 like it has during recessions and depressions of the past. Similarly, nobody expected the money supply to start to increase again at the end of 2023. On top of all that, nobody expected that interest rates would stay this high for this long. We're going to play, I'm going to play this last section uh, again on the next uh, the next segment because he's, he's, he's basically telling you, look, at all these games you're playing, every single thing, and you, I know there's a lot of charts, but he's telling you what these charts are doing, which is, you know, this is this is their, their, their plan soft landing, and... and uh, Heresy Financial is telling you, soft landing is not what they're going to get. Stay with us. The uh, Patriot Radio News Hour will be right back. This is the Patriot Trading Group. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Our phone number is 800-951-0592. I'm going to finish with this uh, Joe Brown piece. I want to just wanted to go back into that last piece where you know he's, he's telling you that uh, more borrowing, higher rates, and higher inflation is coming in 2024. Uh, I've been mentioning this about uh, the debt rolling over, 
and it's going to be happen for several years in a row. And this short-term debt that's being borrowed uh, recently because uh, there's been a lot of non-purchasing of the long-term debt, well, that, that's going to roll over at, at the end of all this long-term debt that rolls over in the next few years. As soon as the long-term debt rolls over, 24, 25, 26, 27. By that time, 27, 28, 29, and 30, you're going to see all this short-term, this, the, the two-year, five-year stuff's all going to be rolling over. They're going to be in a, a, a snowball going downhill with this debt and trying to keep up with borrowing enough to, to keep up with the stuff that needs to be rolled over. And uh, as you heard uh, in that piece last segment, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of things to – to, to sell off their sheet to to you know to get some of the money supply softened up so that there's less inflation yet you know they have the reverse repo where they've kept a bunch of cash from flowing around keeping the inflation worse while well, the reverse repo you know they're pulling the money out you know it's it's just a it's a very very uh complicated mess that the uh, the fed is in and, and they're gonna have a plan for it they're gonna you know, they're not going to suffer for it the banks the corporations uh, that, that support and run and buy our government and tell them what to do doesn't matter if it's biden or trump or obama or bush whoever the president is uh, it doesn't matter who the congress is because they're all bought and paid for and they will do the bidding of the financial system and uh it's a slippery place and this is this is why you got to uh take take the reins of your own uh financial situation your your own uh your own household uh uh, uh, financial situation needs to be looked at seriously. You need to understand how things work so you can make the best plays. And I'm going to play a little bit of Lynette Zhang on the, on the next segment, uh, talking about, you know, you got to be careful. Some of these other places that uh, look like this great idea to pl- place your money into. It's, it's really great until it flushes. And then, you know, it's like hot potato and you're the one left with it. Um, Really quick, we, uh, we do have a special today on gold and silver. I got eagles on both the gold and silver side. It's $245 for one-tenth ounce gold, American eagles. Today, uh, it was, it was going to be yesterday only, but uh, Joe, Joe not being here today, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to extend that out to today, even with the gold prices going up someday. Uh, and we have uh, rolls of uh, 2024 silver eagles that you can get, uh, $600 a roll. I'll knock five bucks off a roll if you buy a monster box. Uh, instead of fifteen thousand, it'll be fourteen thousand seven fifty today. All you need to do is call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two and get those silver eagles today. Uh, it's it's February. It's coming into March. It's a great time to get those twenty twenty four silver eagles. I always like to to give those out as gifts all throughout the year. You've got the uh, the birthdays coming up, the graduations. The weddings are coming, and then and later in the year you got the Christmases and all the other reasons that you would want to give a gift. You know, uh, Silver Eagle is a great, great way to to, to help educate uh, people. You know, they, they they usually they get that. So, you know, you have a usually it's after you give the gift, like a week or a month later, you're talking to those people, and then they ask questions. Yeah, what what about this Silver Eagle you gave? I, I don't. I'm trying to figure this. You know, it's really cool. And I know it's worth the money. And then you could tell them, yeah, you know, 20 years ago, that thing was worth like three bucks. You know, that cost me 30, right? And and people's like, oh, oh, okay. So over over a generation, it can 10x uh, the value, and that's about how much the cost of everything has gone up is 10x, right? So uh, that's 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 how that's how you t- teach people, and and you give them. And even if they don't like it, you know, at some point they're going to cash that thing in, and they'll be like, oh, that's a pretty good gift, you know. And Uncle Uncle Jason did really good, give me a 
give me those silver eagles over the years. So no matter what, it's a great gift. And, and uh, put the rest of them away for yourself. You know, you give out five of them throughout the year, you keep the 15. It's a, it's a great, it's a great way to, uh, to stack silver eagles. Uh, 800-951-0592. Let me play the rest of the, I'm going to go back into the part of uh, Joe Brown. He's talking about more borrowing, higher rates, and higher inflation. Just to, to finish off his segment. Continuing to see. So what does this mean moving forward? Well, the lull in deficit spending is likely extremely temporary. It's a seasonal thing, and this year is going to see a massive rollover in government debt. I made a video about that last week if you haven't seen it, which means more government borrowing higher rates, and higher inflation. We are likely to see unexpected consequences this year as a result of trying to centrally plan an economy. Nobody expected the money supply to decline for the first time since 1948 like it has during recessions and depressions of the past. Similarly, nobody expected the money supply to start to increase again at the end of 2023. On top of all that, nobody expected that interest rates would stay this high for this long and that the market would actually stop pricing in rate cuts. Yet here we are. It's not so much that they're kicking the can down the road. It's more that they're pushing a snowball down a snowy hill. The problem continues to get bigger and bigger until it becomes so big that they cannot stop it. Fortunately for you and I, we don't have to be vulnerable to the crashes and the consequences of their poor planning. With proper financial education, we can not only be protected against these crazy market times, but we can also profit from it. If you haven't already joined Harris... So there you go. That is it. And, uh, you know, it, it's 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 money printing uh, with, with no controls. Uh, there is no control over our federal government, which is would be the voting of the Congress. The Congress uh, is uh, has their control over the purse, you know, the purse of the country. Uh, it would be nice if you could vote some, some group of congressmen in and they would say, hey, uh, we're no longer going to print money. We have inflation. We have this debt and we're going to uh, fix things. Uh, we can't do that because the the powers that be that made this mess and are going to continue to make the decisions, they have bought and paid for all those those folks that you have over there in Congress. Uh, the Federal Reserve, the central bank, is is an entity that is is just about as bad as it gets. Let me read a little more of this I, I was reading at the beginning uh, of the show. The Federal Reserve is the most evil human endeavor the world has ever seen. Since its inception in 1913, it has changed the very nature of money from a tangible asset into an intangible, exponentially growing debt. Quote, there's a quote from Charles Lindbergh. This, he, was, he was trying to stop the Federal Reserve when it happened, and uh, a lone voice, kind of like the Ron Paul of his time. This act established the most gigantic trust on earth. When the president signs this bill, the invisible government by the monetary power will be legalized. The people may not know it immediately, but the day of reckoning is only a few years removed. The worst legislative crime of the ages is perpetrated by this banking bill. And if you're thinking, well, it's, you're talking 1913, it's been 111 years, and I, it hasn't fallen apart, well, but it did. You know, he's saying, let, let me read that again. Uh, the people may not know it immediately, but the day of reckoning is only a few years removed. 1933, that's 20 years. The whole thing, we were considered bankrupt. I may read a piece of uh, James Trafkin's speech in Congress talking about that very thing. About how they bankrupted this country. They indebted the entire government and the people to this system. And here we are. Here we are. 
The average family is either massively in debt or just can't make ends meet. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. That's the number to buy gold and silver. Today we got those silver eagles for 600 bucks a roll. They're 2024 silver eagles. So you can get the new, the new year's uh, version. And uh, those are 600 bucks a roll. I'll, I'll knock $5 off a roll if you buy a, uh, a green monster box. If you're not seeing a, a green monster box, it's 25 rolls. It's 500 ounces of silver. It comes in a, a very nice protective shell that the, the mint, they, they, you know, they're the ones that produce this product. And uh, it's a great way. I mean, the Green Monster Box is really good because, uh, you know, you never know what, what curveballs life will send you. And uh, even though it's a heavy box, it's, it's very compact. It's, it's, uh, you know, even if you drop this thing, it's, it's not like an average box going to keep the product in there for the most part. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's always good to have 500 ounces of silver sitting there. That's, uh, there's, there's just something uh, very calming and relaxing about having a – um, a monster box of silver eagle sitting there knowing that, hey, if you really need to, you can bring it into Patriot Trading Group, uh, our, our Arizona office, or you can bring it into our uh, Fort Lupton office here, and and uh, you can you can get your money if you need to transfer it into something else. And uh, we're there on the sell. Uh, you can sell to us, and you can buy from us. We're on both both sides of that. Uh, the first thing you do is call 800-951-0592. And, of course, we got those uh, 10,000 gold eagles, 245 bucks each. But... Uh, I got another clip. I'm going to go ahead and play some of Lynette Zhang here, uh, and uh, she's talking about the stock market. It, people, when they have extra money, they really want to put it in different places. And uh, gold and silver is so easy, you know, when you call us and, and take care of business. Uh, yeah, it's it's not that hard buying stocks or crypto and these other things that you can put your money into, but uh, it's. There's a, there's a lot of catches on some of this stuff. There's a lot more complexities, you know, and and uh, let's let's listen to another Zhang talk about hey, you know, stock market might not be all it's cracked up to be uh, as as it's hitting record highs right now. Where we support community and sound money globally. You're watching this because somebody that loves and cares about you wants you to understand what's really going on beneath the surface of the markets. And I'm going to show you that there is a major shift that puts any wealth that you're holding in the stock market in jeopardy. So let's just dive right in. We're going to do this really quickly because we've been watching the markets making new highs, new highs, new highs. The S&P 500 is actually a great example of that. And also as it goes from 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 to 4,000 to 5,000. I was there on Black Monday in 87 as a, as a stockbroker. And I remember what that looked like, felt like, smelt like tasted like and it's kind of feeling very similar to that or that it's coming up so let me show you a little bit of history and how long it took to move through that okay and and the money supply that the government has put out so what you're looking at is the number of days to hit a new thousand dollar level at the same time the front is the Federal Reserve Education Department, and this is the M2 money supply. So we're going to go from the first one. As you can see right here, these are coordinated. So it took all this time from 99 to 2014 to make it from 1,000 to 2,000, and that was the money supply growth. 
Next, it took a lot less time to get from 2,000 to 3,000, but the money supply growth was even faster. And what happened during 2020, during the pandemic, with all of that new money printing, well, it didn't take hardly any time at all for the market to go from 3000 to 4000 slowed down just a little bit. And actually what you're seeing is also a pattern shift. So the market... I had a, uh, a caller call in on the half-empty cup of Joe yesterday, and I was trying to explain this very thing to him, which is why I brought this on the air today, which is, you know, the money supply has a lot to do with the markets as a whole. Yeah, the, the numbers have gone up, and yeah, you've, uh, your stock market numbers look really good when you sell it, but there's fees, there's penalties if you pull too early, and there's taxes attached to all of this uh, that Lenezze hasn't even covered yet. And, uh, yeah, it's getting there faster. Oh, we got, it took him forever and ever and ever. All those 14 years to get to 1,000, you know, from, from 1987. It just, it, just, it just took a long time. And then shorter to get to two and a shorter span. And the average person that's in the market is like, oh, this is great. Look at, look at how great this is. But the money supply is going up. And it's going up tremendously. And look at 2020 what it did. And while you're, you're dancing around with your stock market gains, yeah, you haven't pulled the money out. You haven't used it yet. You haven't been taxed on it yet, and you're still paying fees on it. And uh, it's it's coordinated with the money supply uh, very much so. Now, we say that with gold and silver. Gold and silver, if you print more money, gold and silver will go up. Well, that's what gold was supposed to do. But with physical gold and silver, you don't have to have a broker. You don't have to have fees. You don't have to uh, hire some guy to do it for you. You don't have to uh, pay taxes on it on the back end. When you hold gold and silver, constitutionally, it tells you in the Constitution that this is money. Stock market is not money, which is why you pay taxes and fees and penalties on it. Uh, and, and, and more and more people are starting to figure it out. Uh, I, I don't mind if you're out there and you're like, look, I'm going to put it, uh, my money in Netflix. Right about the time that Netflix had a, had a meeting with Blockbuster, they wanted to merge together and, and do videos together, and Blockbuster laughed them out of the building, and Netflix went public, and, and they were this little tiny company. <clears throat> if you understood this and knew this was going on at the time, you could put your money into Netflix. It's an investment and make lots of money. I'm never going to stop someone from doing something like that. But if you don't have this information, if you haven't done your research and know that this is a good uh, opportunity you know, and you're just mindlessly throwing your money in the stock market. Well, if you throw it into some index and you have, oh, you gotta, you gotta have, not don't have all your eggs in one basket. Well, Warren Buffett only has like five things he's usually invested in. Seven things. He doesn't have his stuff. You know, he doesn't have his money invested into 35, 50 stocks, 100 stocks, because he knows he'll lose on a bunch of them while he's gaining on some. So you have to know what you're putting your money into. And if you're just gonna mindlessly throw it in something that's just going to go up because of inflation and money printing, well, then gold and silver sure is a lot easier, simpler, and a lot more cost-effective than the markets will be. Listen, listen to what that saying uh, as we hit the break. Oh, well, going to hit the break. I'll play a few more minutes on the other side. 800-951-0592. That's how you get the easy, the easy hedge against inflation. The commodities that will probably lead the next wave of inflation go up before the inflation gets really bad which means you got to get it before 800-951-0592 i'll be right back i'll play a little more lynette zang as we uh, head on out to the uh, half empty cup of joe next hour Here here we go 
markets are making new highs, but there's a shift that's occurring, and this is about wealth transfer. It's always about wealth transfer. You can go all the way back to 2000, and you don't really see a pullback in the money supply until just recently. They can make things look however they want to because these are all just contracts, and it's easy enough to manipulate them. But you need to know, period, that a contracting money supply is deflationary and imperils. It creates risk in the stock market. So if that's where you hold your wealth, you need to understand that this pattern shift is a crisis warning and take heed. Here's another example of that, which are the central bank's balance sheets. The Bank of Japan, the Fed, and the ECB. The red are their balance sheets. The blue is the S&P 500. And can you see how cold The S&P 500 and the central bank's balance sheets are one and the same. You, you know, I know you can't see these graphs, but uh, it's, it's a straight line going upward with the inflation and the printing of the money. And the S&P just... Is there the same? So, which which is telling you two things. One, that the, the markets can only grow with money and uh, money inflation, you know, printing. And number two, the, the companies are so massive and huge. You know, the, we talk about the big seven or the big ten uh, uh, companies in the markets that are pretty much the whole markets move with just those ten. It, there's not a lot of small growth companies in places where, where money is growing in the markets. It's uh, it's it's all uh, a rigged game coordinated that has been okay but there was a shift that was occurring and in june of 22 the fed would tell everybody wall street what they were going to do and that's why you see this so coordinated but all of a sudden in june of 2022 the fed said one thing and did another and the markets learned that they couldn't trust them and since then Look at the shift, the pattern shift that is occurring there now. This tells you there is risk transfer that's happening and a crisis on the horizon, even if you don't fully understand it. I can tell you, being a long-term in the markets, this pattern shift makes me very, very nervous. But it is the big tech mania that's driving the developed markets to new record highs because there's such a concentration in these stocks. So they're throughout the ETFs and mutual funds and your pension plans and your 401k and your variable annuities everywhere. But you're looking at it, you're opening your statement and going, well, everything must be okay. And after all, fear of missing out, FOMO, aids that risk transfer because you're seeing one thing, but you're not seeing what's really happening. What's really happening is the loss of purchasing power because every single time the central bank does this, the purchasing power value of what is out there goes down. And that's what you're looking at. Remember, the FRED is the Federal Reserve education department you can look at these links on your own so the federal reserve we're going to end the show but uh one one last uh one last time yeah we got ten thousand gold eagles today for 245 bucks and we have uh, rolls of silver eagles 2024 silver eagles for 600 bucks a roll 800-951-0592 
Yeah, hold on. 2024 is going to be uh, quite a ride, and I think the years to come are all going to be very bumpy. It's nice to have a rock, a metal rock like gold and silver sitting there to support your finances, and it's there when you need it. Uh, bump on over to 1360KHNC.com, and uh, if you're in Colorado, stay tuned. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is coming right up.